0: Today on the breakdown, Garrett Edelstein and Art Papazian are two of our favorite players from Live at the Bike. And once again, they are going to mix it up in a 10 20 cash game from the aforementioned LATB. And you know, they just keep putting each other in all these really, really tough spots. We're going to take it apart right now on the breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. <laughs>
1: I guess we're going to keep it. No, we are going to use it? Okay. Jonathan uh, is laughing not based on anything you just said. He just no. That's, this is one of those times where it's like his fifth opening and yep. he has failed to get through it because he starts uh. laughing. He's laughing about previous <laughs> openings that have nothing to do with anything the audience cares about.
0: Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm you know, sorry. He's right. Grant's right about everything.
1: In order to get sponsors, you need an audience, Jonathan. Ooh. And uh and maybe we shouldn't do openings like that oh, if we want to yeah. keep the audience.
0: <laughs> I thought I was going to get through that one, but then I started laughing, and it was it was challenging. But we sort of made it, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's uh, nice to get alive with the bike hand that has these players who have a lot of thought behind what they're doing and and have history with each other. Yeah. It's fun because it's, you know, especially Garrett always is doing weird stuff and it's fun to watch. Right. We've had some live with the bike hands we've done recently. We felt like we had to do them because they were so weird, but it's like, that's just kind of bad what those players are doing, you know? And and that's not the case here. This is There may be some questionable decisions that are more image-based than anything in this hand, but they're all fun and, like, cool decisions and stuff that it feels like just, it's tough to play against these types of guys. Agreed. Was suggested by Holden Cantrell.
0: Nice. On Twitter. Classic.
1: Classic, Classic Holden. Yeah. Yep. Parents are uh, catcher on the rye fans. Um, suggested on Twitter. We are at two poker guys, number two poker guys.
0: You know how we know that their parent, his parents are uh, catcher on the rye friends? Because they, uh, they name their fish JD.
1: I was guessing you were going to say something about Cantrell instead of Holden, but. <laughs> same, I, same, same idea. Well done.
0: Yeah, I uh, worked a little hard to get that joke out, too, so
1: sorry. Yeah, you kind of, like, cut me off just to say it. Yeah, yeah it's it going to gonna happen. It had to be said. Of course, when you suggest a hand on Twitter, you can find us by typing in the Poker Guys Twitter, or we are at the number two Poker Guys. You must use a timestamp and a YouTube link. That means you find the time in the YouTube video, you right-click on the YouTube video, and that'll give you a link. It says copy link at time. Or something Embed. like that. Embed at time. Yeah. and that'll That'll take us straight to that part of the video if, if it's not just a single hand on YouTube. Right. That's
0: the easy way to do it. Do it that way.
1: Be, be like Holden, even though this was just a single hand. So maybe Holden wouldn't have done that. But I think he would have.
0: Be like JD the fish. Don't care about nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that fish has a meaningless existence. Yeah. Except that it's like a proxy for the love of literature, for Holden's parents. I mean, come on. Come on. Just get over yourselves. Anyway, Holden's parents.
0: <laughs> moving on. Holden, please play this for them.
1: Yeah. I think they would love it. Um, so I actually... It doesn't ever say what the stakes are. I'm assuming it's 1020 or something like that because of Art's opening size and the cash game nature. And yeah. It's something like that. It's probably 1020. Maybe 1025. Um, so it starts with Art on the button, Art Papazian, who we've done many breakdowns on at this point. A surprising amount,
0: really, considering... A year ago, I'd never heard of this
1: guy. Art and Garrett both have had a big year of, of breakdowns done on them. They really have. Yeah. Uh, Art have all been live with the bike hands. Garrett's been in some higher stakes games that we've done. He's been on, like, uh, the Poker Central cash games and we've stuff. We've done
0: a podcast or two yeah, about he, that. Where yeah,
1: where he had, like, 600K in front of him. against Him against Scott Seaver, I think? Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Where he ended up bluffing Scott Seaver, which, you know, Garrett is often bluffing when we're talking about him on yeah. a breakdown. Yeah. And the thing that about him that's interesting, and I'm thinking back to uh, Dan hand he played, is that the bluffs he shows up with aren't necessarily the ones that make sense all the time. Right. In the Dan hand, it was a spot where it feels like there aren't any bluffs, but when Garrett's in the hand, there are bluffs because it's Garrett, and he's like, I'm turning this hand of value into a bluff by putting too much action with it, basically.
0: Right, right. that's sort of his move. It's like yeah. he bets the turn for value slash protection. You call, and he's like, oh, wait. I'm now losing and I'm going to have to bluff now. I, I think it was a bit
1: rough. more nuanced in that hand, but yeah, I see what you're yeah, saying.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, sure. But I'm just saying like that will happen.
1: All right, let's get to this one. Okay. Art has 22,500 in front of him, so we're deep here. 100 and sorry, 1,100 blinds. Yeah. Woo. He's got Queen of Spades, Queen of Diamonds on the button on Garrett Adelstein's big blind. So that's awesome. Yes, that's this is always a good spot. spot. Uh, It does kind of suck to have Garrett be the big blind on your button, I think, because he's going to defend so much and he's going to three bet you so much. You're not going to be able to take advantage of your button as easily.
0: I agree. You're going to have to tighten up slightly, I think. Uh, You still have to play a lot of hands. He's probably going to defend more than he's going to three bet, but he's going to three bet a lot. Yeah. And so you just can't play all the trash you would play, I think. But, you, but it does mean you play your value more aggressively against him. I don't know
1: if he's going to defend more than he three-bets. Based on the hand, he chooses to three-bet in this hand, which yeah. feels like the like one of the top five defending hands in poker. You know, <laughs> um, It's two queens for Art who opens to 100 on the button. Garrett has 65,000 in front of him, so he, he likes to be super deep stacked. He, sometimes he wins it. Sometimes he buys in super deep. Mm-hmm. He three-bets with queen 10 of clubs. So I think he's three-betting a lot out of yeah, the big blind if he's three-betting that hand. That's a fair point. He makes it 450. I like the sizing, four and a half. Yep. The the original art open, sure. and against a lot of players, art's going to decide just to call here. Yeah, when we're this deep, you get too, in tough you don't spots. Like... But it's Garrett. You just can't right. Like when it's Garrett, you're just right. like, you know what? Maybe oh, you no, even no. go with it for this oh, many. We're blinds? going,
0: we're going with it for sure. Yeah, against Garrett. It's so funny to 100%. go hundred
1: percent go with anything but aces for a thousand blinds. But I mean, no, it's an easy
0: go with. I yeah. think against Garrett, Garrett's going to show up with Ace Five suited and be shoving all in. I've seen him do it. Like. Yeah. Absolutely, we're going with this hand.
1: Well, Art, four bets to 1,200.
0: Yep. So I now we're up to 60 blinds we've put in.
1: Yep. That's it's awesome. A relatively small four bet based on the size of the three bet, but Art tends to choose smaller sizing than a lot of cash game players. Right. And uh, he is in position.
0: Yep. It's fine. Yeah. I'd, I would size it slightly bigger, but whatever. I'd probably make it 13 or 1350, but it's fine. Also, I mean, as, you're, as you go up the ladder of bets, like three bet, four bet, five bet, six bet, you're actually supposed to um, not like you're, those, the percentage at which you are making the new one or the multiple is supposed to go down because the stacks, you know, the stack to pot ratio is changing sure. and stuff.
1: I just feels like for balance, if this, this is what Art down. is going to be four betting to all the time, I understand the balance, but yeah. it's Garrett. Like, right. he's going to call with a lot of hands he shouldn't if we make it extra big. And that sounds pretty nice.
0: Yeah. Um, The other thing is we could make it extra big, and if he wants to, like, re-raise, he wants to put in a five bet, he's going to have to commit more chips. Because if we really think this through, we make it 1,200, right? If Garrett decides to five bet with a bluff, let's say, or just five bet, period, Yeah. right? So he's going to make it 5,000? Yeah. So we only have 22,000, so... There's no way we can six bet and have him be able to shove on us. Right. Based on where we are. Mm-hmm. So we might as well make it bigger so we get more of his money and when he decides to five bet.
1: Yeah. We gotta choose a number where Garrett's gonna make like bad calls. Right. Like, not go too big where he's gonna be like, okay, I'll not be Garrett this hand. Yeah. I would probably try and make
0: it like now this is exploitative and maybe you can't do this against Garrett. Maybe he'll pick up on like if you size it differently in different spots. Um but I if I was gonna four bet here I'd probably go for more like sixteen hundred mm-hmm. rather than twelve hundred. So that way Garrett's gonna feel like he's gonna maybe fifteen, sixteen hundred. He's gotta make it like six thousand at least. Yeah. If he wants to five bet. And then when we shove, it's a very straightforward shove and we assume Garrett's mostly folding, but we pick up six thousand dollars. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Pick up so many blinds. I
1: agree with that <laughs> from an exploitative standpoint. And We're trying to exploit the maniac, but I want to be clear. We we do respect Garrett's game. He's just like a a bit of a maniac. Yeah, (laughs) this is like crazy guy.
0: We we really have to think about how we want to play against
1: him. And uh, as indicated, you, you guys will see as this hand plays out. I think it's possible we don't have necessarily enough data to make this assessment. It's possible that Garrett isn't quite aware enough of his own image or he doesn't adjust well enough. To his own image when he's playing against very good thinking players like Art Papazian or Dan Zach.
0: It's possible. Yeah. It's also possible that's not true, and we'll get into all of that.
1: Yeah, that, that could just be an availability heuristic. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But for now, we'll talk about Garrett calling, which I think he's obligated to do at this point. I mean, he could decide to five bet, queen, ten of clubs, but at the price that he's getting and the depth of stacks, so I feel like this is a pretty clear call.
0: Yeah, if we weren't this deep, I mean, we can be a lot less deep than this, but if we were... if If Pepsi had like $8,000 in firm, I think we're probably supposed to fold.
1: Right. It's. uh,
0: 22,000 we have to call.
1: Yeah, I think we do. It's kind of like when we were talking about the Buzz and Eli hand about a month ago or whenever that came out. Right. Where where Buzz 4-bet to 875 and Eli called with deuces and he only had 7K. And it's like, well, if you had 20K, it's fine, but it's not fine because you have 7K. But in this case, it is fine because the effective stack is 22K.
0: Problem with this hand is if we. It's hard to flop a monster with this hand. Queen Ten of Clubs? Yeah. Like, we can flop draws. We can yeah. flop top pair. But it's hard to flop two pair or better. And against arch range, where we make a lot of money anyway, we need to sort of end up with two pair or better most of the time. I still think... Uh, we
1: still have to call. We're obligated. I think unsuited, we could decide to fold.
0: Yeah. Um, I would definitely fold unsuited here. Yeah. but no, I think we have to call. But I'm saying it, it is, it's not an ideal spot.
1: Well, we're going to flop something pretty good, yeah. as Garrett. Um, he does call. The pot is 2500 now. And the flop is jack of clubs, seven of clubs, eight of hearts.
0: Okay, fine. We flopped amazing. Ooh,
1: baby. We're never folding to anything.
0: No, we could put a lot of money in on this flop, and it's fine. All the money. The
1: only unfortunate part is we don't have the straight flush draw. It's the eight of hearts. So no straight flush draw for us. Okay. Just yeah. really rough, you know? And maybe
0: we can go run a runner straight flush.
1: So we do have the straight flush draw. Okay, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Thanks. This is a... the royal flush draw. Art is happy not to see any overcards, but it's a little bit of a scary undercard flop for two queens. Sure. Here. with It's good not to have the queen of clubs, I suppose, if a lot of action goes in. We don't want... Unless another club comes. Um, so far, it's good to have the queen of clubs. But right now, against Garrett's range, we're just hoping for value. Yeah, of course. Garrett decides to check. Do you think there's an argument for donking?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I mean... From what I've seen, Art always continues after he's put in, you know, at least a three bet. Mm-hmm. Always. So while we could donk with, I guess we could donk with the intention of three betting. If we're going to donk, we we'll hope to get raised and three bet, but Art's not going to raise an overpair like ever. We've seen him play. Yeah. So I actually like checking better the notion of mostly check raising.
1: I think is probably. I mean, yeah, we get, uh, we the get thing is, that as betting. Garrett, we don't have as much full equity as other people when we check raise. I
0: know, but we're so, so, so deep. It's yeah. actually okay. Yeah. We'd love to have, we probably have some, and maybe we get some later on in the hand, not just now. Yeah. You know, if we have, I just hope we're doing this with a set of jacks and a set of sevens and a set of eights also. And right. And nine, ten suited, and it's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Art's. Seven, eight suited. Art's going to bet after the check. Yeah. He tends to not bet as big as other players in cash games, and he bets 1200 to 2500 which yep. is slightly small for a cash games, especially on a wet board. Yep. Garrett does something interesting in Just Calls that is interesting and surprising yeah i mean i imagine he has some check raises in his range and this feels like it fits in there pretty well
0: so my thought is that he's doing this because when he check raises he's got a lot of draws and most of them are going to be obvious if they come in and so his concern is that the way to play this tricky is to not check raise sort of like you know Like, how can he ever put me on clubs if I don't check-raise him here? So if the club comes, bam, I got him. If the straight comes, maybe I can still squeeze extra value out of him because he thinks I'm going to check-raise some of my straight draws, especially the gutters. Like, not always, but sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, So so that's kind of cool. The problem, of course, is we're out of position, which makes playing draws really hard. Yeah, it does. So I I kind of like a raise better from that point of view. I
1: think, in general, it's better to raise, but... At the same point, we're playing a game where you have to have some level of balance when we play poker. So yes, each individual hand is not indicative of how you're always going to play hand. And it's possible that Garrett is raising this hand with some frequency, but this time he's calling to protect right. that. I hope that's what's going on. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Because it is cool to check call with hands that people never expect you to check call with. You know, right. it's the Tom Dwan thing.
0: Yep. And then, like, we can rep other hands, and they can't really put us on these kinds of hands. It gives us a lot of... And especially because Garrett and, and Art are playing against each other so much. Yeah. And, by the way, Art does get to see all these hands. It isn't right. like... He's guaranteed to see, to find out about this hand if anything interesting happens in this hand. So, like, balance really comes into play much more so when Art can actually find out what you had
1: easily. Right. Yeah, and uh, at the same point with with Garrett's image, it may feel like it's going to be hard to win down the line unless he improves, and he doesn't necessarily want to put himself in that spot. Garrett's the type of guy who's going to try to win the pot no matter what, and he may feel like it's easier to win the pot if he check calls here than check raising because his value range becomes so thin.
0: Hmm. Maybe. I mean, we also, though, set ourselves up for some potentially weird turn spots, depending on how... Although, Art usually sizes small, so maybe, maybe it won't be that weird.
1: Yeah, if Garrett is... We can maybe check Garrett's check-calling against Art specifically because he's like, I'm going to be able to, like, see the river a lot. Right, without having, to, yeah. without
0: having to raise. Yeah, although, Or we could decide to raise the turn. We can... Or someone's going to go check-check on the turn, and we hope he has ace-king, and we get to bet the river. If yeah. we don't improve, and neither of us improve, and we probably win. Yeah. So there's different ways we can win.
1: Yeah, lots of them.
0: But it looks like we have, like, you know... King jack suited here and ace jack suited and stuff like that when we check call, right? Two or, tens. I mean,
1: yeah, or sometimes like ace seven or ace eight suited. I think he sure. could show up with those hands. Absolutely. We can have a bunch of stuff
0: still. Yeah. Um, nine, eight suited. Yeah. You know all, all that kind of stuff is totally squarely in our range. That's cool. That's cool. It's going to give, there's lots of ways to potentially win the pot down the road, which doesn't have to be us having the best hand now.
1: Yeah. Those hands are not in most people's ranges when you're constructing right. a range in the three bet, four bet pot. Where they're the original three-better, but it's Garrett, so right. he has those hands. And we are really, really deep still, too. Yes, we are. So this is cool. This is an interesting way to play it. It is. Uh, Pot's 4,900. And before we get to the turn, we're going to talk about nitrogen. Nitrogen sports poker. That's not the one I was talking about.
0: Oh, you. what, what were you talking about?
1: The element. Okay, go on, please. Um, it's on the periodic table, but yes. it's... You got to send your donations now because it's hanging on by a thread. They might be taking it off by, <laughs> by the end of the month. It's if, like Pluto. Yeah. So sick. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a periodic table without nitrogen? Do you want to live in that world?
0: I mean, I'm afraid we're, we're soon going to. That's Unless what I, that's, you make yeah. a difference. We're
1: going to get one of those Save the Children type songs with a bunch of celebrities. <laughs> uh, but that's not until next week. Yeah uh other other nitrogens though are interesting as well such as nitrogen sports poker oh uh, yeah and that's that's not going anywhere people no that's guaranteed to stick around <laughs> and that's uh it's a bitcoin only poker site of course and if you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for nitrogen you get access to our exclusive poker guys listeners and viewers tournaments and the poker guys play in those tournaments as well yeah so we just like to say you're welcome Yeah, I mean, we could say that every second if we wanted to, and it would be totally justified. But instead, we restrain ourselves. Yeah. And you won't be able to restrain yourself when you see all the great poker to play on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. You also can play plenty of sports betting. You can do some casino games, you know. (laughs) You can
0: play plenty of sports betting. Play sports betting, betting. yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah, Um, it's a good site. Use the link. Uh, The tournaments are great. We talk about them all the time. You know about the tournaments by now.
0: But you still should get in there and get you some poker. I mean, you got to get some poker. Don't also,
1: if you sign up, you go feel free to like you know go sports bet a ton
0: using our link. Yeah, that would be fantastic. We would like that. We would love that. We get yeah. the tiniest piece of the volume, the tiniest <laughs> piece. So if you do, you and all you people out there do a lot of volume, it helps the poker guys a little bit. Yeah, but there's lots of ways to help the poker guys. You know, don't feel obligated to do
1: anything, but play in the tournaments. You can donate to our charity to save the periodic table element yep. nitrogen. Yep, that's a. But we care more about the link in the description because, honestly, yeah. we're not really philanthropists over here. We're capitalists. But yeah, we are. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> As we endeavor to gain sponsorships. Okay, so back to the hand. Um, the Jack 7-8, two-club board. Garrett has checked. Art has bet 1,200. Garrett has called with queen 10 of clubs. Art has two queens, obviously not with a queen of clubs in his hand. 4,900 in the pot. The turn pairs the top card. Pairs of Jack of Diamonds. Yes. This makes Garrett's call on the flop work a lot better as, like, future bluffing hand. Depending on how he decides to play it, but yes. Right, because now he can rep one pair of jacks, whereas if he check-raised, it's very rare for him to actually have that.
0: Right. Right. When he check-raises, he's got the big draws, and he's got... The monster hands, which is like the especially two pair because, plus when he gets four bet by art. He's got two pair plus. Yeah. Right? He never has ace jack. No, he's, he's never check. He's going to check call ace jack. This is yeah. ace jack. Nope. The jack clubs is on. There.
1: I mean, yeah. Garrett is a guy who might sometimes check raise ace jack in that scenario. If we're going to choose a guy fine, but, but still. it's super unlikely, but now we can have ace
0: jack and have the best hand from art's point of view. Yeah. Right. So that's good.
1: And uh, Garrett's going to go ahead and take advantage of that right away. Yeah. He's going to lead, which I think is great.
0: Yeah. This is a good play. We don't mind getting called. No, and uh, we also really don't mind to fold. Our range is reasonably
1: strong here. Yeah, we have, we have trip jacks in our range squarely. And Garrett would likely play a lot of his trip jacks like this because this is such a bad card for the overpairs in our range. And Garrett wants to ensure that a bet goes in here.
0: Yes. Um, also, it's going to fold out Ace King. It's going to fold yeah. out Ace Queen. Those things are great. We're really happy to do that. Yeah. They just have to let it go, right?
1: Are there any negatives to the leading here? Uh, well,
0: not hugely. I mean, like we're not going to get raised pretty much ever, and if we do, we can probably just fold, right? I don't like if we yeah. get if we get raised, it's because almost always art's going to have like eights full of jacks. If we get raised, yeah. right, so we can just throw our hand away. It's fine. Um, we have queen high anyway, and the board's paired. It's an easy fold. Um, we're almost never going to get raised. How much did we bet? We bet thirty six into forty nine. Yeah, so we're betting bigger than Art would do it, so we're trying to make it a little harder on him. Yes. Because I don't hate it at all. Also, we're setting up... It's not a shove stack type spot, effectively, but we're, set, we're making it easier to threaten more of Art's stack on the river by doing this. So this is all pretty cool. Yeah. Here's the con. The real con with this is we're Garrett. Yep. And Art is Art, and if Art has the kind of stuff he was repping, i.e. not the the paired hands... So if he has the big pairs, there's no way he's going to fold on the turn, even though the jack paired, right? Right.
1: This has to be a multi-street plan against that range.
0: And even so, how is that going to work out? It's questionable. So the fact that Art actually has two queens here, if we're Art, I don't think we can even consider folding on the turn.
1: No, not against Garrett. No way. I think against a lot of players you can, actually. but
0: Against certain players yeah. you can. Um, against a lot of other players you have to call and you're like, roll your eyes and you hope this is, you hope they don't have it. But against Garrett, like if he has it, that's very unlucky. Yeah.
1: That's it. Yeah. I mean, Garrett does have significant equity still against the two queens. No question. Yeah. Although, um, no, just significant, straight up significant equity. Yeah. Art does call. Mm-hmm. Seems like there's nothing else he can do there. I guess he could raise against Garrett, but that's a suicide that's mission. Yeah, that's there's no, no reason for that. The pot is now $12,100. And this seems to happen when Garrett's in pots. Is, you know, the pot is, how many blinds is that? It's a lot of blinds. It's so like 600 blinds, blinds in yeah. the pot going to the river because Garrett is there, <laughs> yep. basically. Yep.
0: Um, if it was the other... Now, most of us would end up playing a huge pot here against Art, right? But for different reasons. We yeah. would have called pre-flop, would have check-raised the flop, would have been called and would be on the turn. We would have been a reasonable amount on the turn. The pot would still be way smaller than it is right now.
1: Yeah. And this is something that we were talking about before the podcast. Garrett's a guy who, we think, likes to be the guy who just runs over the table, yeah. is the table captain, like has control of the table. And part of the way Garrett threatens everybody at the table is to always be playing these huge pots where like, this is real money and people don't want to be in these spots. These are bad spots to be in.
0: Right. He's basically trying to take, throw out a lot of the stuff that most people are trying to do with no limit hold'em, and instead do just the straight up, do you, but do you really want to? Like, do you really want to play this hand for this big a pot right now? I don't think you do.
1: It's a little Tom Duany with a a A bit. bit less skill involved, I think. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so after, so we've got 12,100. The river is the six of spades, which is disappointing for Garrett. Yeah. Although maybe Garrett is sick enough that he would rather miss and be in a spot where he has to try to find a way to win the pot. I don't think that's probably true. Probably not. He'd probably prefer the nine. To, I'm sure he st-
0: wishes he had hit any club, any straight. Yeah. You know. But here we are. What are you going to do?
1: It would have been really interesting to see what happens if a, a 10 comes. Is Garrett mm-hmm. going to like turn that into a bluff? Yes. Yeah, you think so? I'm sure of it. What about a queen?
0: Queen is a tougher one to turn into a bluff. Yeah. He may, not, he may not turn a queen into a bluff. But a 10 or a 9, I think he's definitely going to turn. Oh, a 9 is a straight end yeah. for him. But a 10, I think he is. He's going he's to know a 10 isn't good enough. A queen, he's... He's probably going to assume a queen isn't good enough either, I guess. If a 10 isn't good enough, Yeah, how right? could it's a queen be good thing. enough? Unless but, isn't. but the thing is, a queen isn't a scare card in the same way that a 10 is. That's the thing. A 10 is a scary card. Yeah. We can have 9-8 suited. Right. And jack-9... Oh, not jack-9, I guess, but... um. Nine eight nine seven suited. There's not that much, really. I guess. Yeah. I guess we could maybe even have ace nine and ace ten suited. Maybe. So you know, sure. So I, I, think- I would expect he's going to take any scare card and turn into a bluff. So a ten is a scare card.
1: I think he doesn't need a scare card to turn into a bluff because, well, I guess he already has a bluff if he doesn't improve, um, right? But I think he's going to use a queen as a bluff too. I think there's a bluff unless he hits a straighter flush. He's just flush. doing it. Yeah. He's just like
0: committed to this pot. Yeah, that's that's possible too. Um, In his mind, like an ace is, he doesn't know if that's a good card or bad card. A king, he doesn't know if it's a good card or bad card. All these things. He just doesn't know. And uh, I guess we'll find out, you know? Like we'll find out by putting a lot of chips in and see if Art wants to call because it's hard to call.
1: Yeah, Garrett pulls a Garrett with his queen high here and he moves Art in for $17,700 effective in the $12,100 pot.
0: And to be clear, when Grant says he pulls a Garrett, this is so Garrett Adelstein that when Grant was telling me the hand, before I said, before Grant said anything, He said what the river was. I said, so Garrett moves hard in. Yeah. I know Garrett's betting pot and a half here. Like, I have seen enough Garrett to know that. And I've never watched Live at the Bike except the the highlight hands that they do. I still know that, you know? Yep. So, yeah, Garrett pulls a Garrett.
1: Now, Garrett, I believe, has it when he does this as well. He just happens to have so many bluffs in his range that it's a bit of an issue for him.
0: Right. He's just not... His frequencies are way off,
1: man. Yes. Yes, they are. But that must be pretty normal you know like for garrett to to be in this spot he must feel pretty comfortable despite having his frequencies so right, off he's just right. like this is just how i do it and it works he, a lot yeah, of the time he
0: probably is like it doesn't matter that my frequencies are off these guys fold too much because everyone folds too much and no one hold them which is true yeah i mean except the occasional horrible player who calls way too much and they get
1: crushed yep well so let's talk a little bit about the poker and then i want to talk about the metagame okay um does the six of because art goes into a serious tank here does the six of spades ever affect anything? There's only one hand, really. It's four or five of clubs. If Garrett somehow is four or five there's of clubs. There's four or five of clubs. There's pocket sixes, which Garrett could show up with maybe because he's Garrett. <sighs> That's about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not really a card of any consequence in Art's mind. No, I don't think we have to worry about that. Uh, next question. What are the hands Garrett is doing this for value with? What's the bottom? Just trip jacks, whatever trip jacks he has. Yeah, jack jack nine of suited.
0: Yeah, this I guess is probably the worst hand he does this with. Yeah, which I believe he would do it with though. Yeah, because like as art, it looks like we have aces, kings, or queens when we right and call if, the turn. Right, and
1: if art has a full house that he slow played on the turn, then you know, good job. You you got yeah. you got my chips as Garrett. That's and fine. Like, I mean,
0: if we have trip jacks, we figure like we're he's probably getting it. We have a pot and a half left. Like I'm gonna bet and I'm not folding. Right. Trip jacks to Art, like a, I like Art's capable of bluffing. You know, Art's capable of making wacky plays on the river, too. Not and as, as much as Garrett, but he's capable.
1: And as Garrett, we know that we bluff in this spot a lot for this size. So we have right. to expand our value range to get value when we have it sometimes. And the, the problem is I still don't think our value range is nearly, nearly wide enough. No, I mean, he doesn't have too many full houses in his range having not check-raised the flop. That's a problem with not check-raising. He's repping all the trip jacks, but not really the full houses.
0: Right. And in some ways, that's good. To be repping – he's repping a – well, it's not a thinner value range. It's just a less strong value range, right? He actually has more trip jacks probably than full houses anyway. Right. But whatever. I mean, the problem is – also, he's Garrett. He doesn't have to have anything. As he doesn't. He has queen high, and it's it's not shocking.
1: It's also possible he shows up with a full house some of the time here because he did check call with a hand that most people check raise with.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. No, he absolutely can show up once in a while. But being out of position – you would expect him not to have that many like sets of sevens and sets of eights. Right. Just not very often.
1: Yeah. It seems pretty
0: infrequent. If anything, I, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, but, but like you said, I'm surprised he shows up with queen, 10 of clubs here too, only because he's out of position. Right
1: now, if it wasn't Garrett, I think art would probably call the turn most of the time against most players and end up folding this river most of the time.
0: I think that's probably right because it looks like, like art's, Range is pretty face-up right now. What hands does Art have that aren't over pairs? He's got Ace-King Ace King, of Clubs. Yeah. Ace-King Clubs, maybe Ace-Queen of Clubs. Maybe Ace-10 of, Ace of Clubs even. Okay, against Garrett specifically. Yeah. Uh, that might be it. Maybe Ace-9 of Clubs. I mean, yeah. there's not much. Right. Uh, so we came up with four combos, and maybe we're stretching those a little bit even.
1: Right? Yeah, we might be. Maybe he can't have all those. So... Art has one of the worst hands he shows up with here. Right. I mean, he probably has 10s and 9s also. Yep. I think he does. Yeah.
0: He has 10s, 9s, and all that stuff, and then the unpaired
1: nut flush draws. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Right. But his range isn't huge in any way, really. I mean, so it's kind of like the middle of his range. Yep. I think the thing is,
0: with Garrett, who cares? Yeah. Like, we can't, we can't, you just, worry can't about you just
1: can't fold his hand against Garrett. It's, I mean,
0: by the way, if it's the middle of our range, we're supposed to call anyway in this spot based on the yeah. price we're getting. Even I know he's betting one and a half times the pot, but.
1: If it's rare for the player to bet one and a half times the pot, then we can fold the middle of our range, but it's Garrett.
0: It, right. Garrett's going to do this a lot, and we know he's going to be very bluffy here. We know he's going to be wide. We know he's not going to have it a lot. So it's. An, I think we have to. Str- the, to me, the only interesting question is if we have two nines, are we calling? Yeah. Like, that's the hard question. Queens feels like a very easy call to me. Even though, like, it's a lot of money. I understand you're supposed to think about these things. But in practice, aren't we always calling here?
1: Against Garrett, I think we are. And ultimately, Art does. So let's yeah. talk about this a little bit more from Garrett's perspective. Good. I think I think Art played it pretty much the way that either of us would play it against yes. Garrett specifically. Absolutely. Like, there's, there's not any questionable decisions in what he's done. Right. Um, Garrett's... Decisions are really cool because of the way the board ran out and how his range works, but he has to be more aware of his image against players like art. I think, I think he's making this mistake over and over again. We saw it happen with a Dan Zach hand.
0: Right now here's the question, which Grant alluded to at the beginning of this podcast, which is it's possible. We have a selection bias here, right? We're only seeing the hands that live at the bike is sort of showing us like the really big, crazy hands, So it's possible Garrett's actually successfully running over Dan, Zach and Art Papazian. Yeah. And we never see it. Right. The fact that uh, Art took six minutes to call here makes me think maybe he is running over Art a little bit. Yeah. Successfully. Um, But when it looks like Art's range is so strong on the turn, I don't know why we're – I mean, look at the combos. The combos are really problematic for us. If you just say aces, kings, and queens – That's 18... combos. we have a queen, sorry. So it's not 18 combos. It's uh, 15 combos of that. And then we came up with, like, four possible nut flush draws, and that was even stretching it, honestly. Yeah. Like, two clear ones. That's two combos the other way, and maybe 10s and jacks. You mean nines. Sorry, nines and 10s. Yeah. I guess he can have nines and 10s here, too, pretty reasonably, right? Um, Okay, so if we're trying to fold out nines and 10s as well, maybe that makes it close. Actually, that's about 50-50.
1: Nines and 10s play the same as queens from our perspective. It's just distribution. Right. It's
0: just distribution,
1: which actually distribution is really good to use against Garrett because he shows up with weird stuff. It's possible Garrett shows up with two nines here sometimes and plays them like this.
0: Yeah, we're still supposed to call with like 60% of our range or something.
1: Yeah, so I think it's possible that Garrett has been more successful than we think in these spots because of the real life aspects of the amount of money he's making these players call. Exactly. Like people get scared.
0: I mean, we've all been there, right? Where it's like, oh, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it is what he's looking for all the
1: time. Yeah, that's his favorite. Right.
0: You just, you know, you probably like when people like, I really think you're, I think you're bluffing. I'm sure I'm folding the best hand and then they fold anyway. That's what, that's his entire game. Right. Right. So you just can't play that game with him. You have to hold on
1: and sometimes you lose a big pot. Yeah. And so I think now it's possible that he doesn't pick art and, and, uh, Dan Zach that often but yeah. we've seen him pick those guys because those guys are willing to make the calls yes and right it just seems like bad customers for his thing
0: i agree i agree but uh, but one, one thing we were also saying about garrett is we think he's the kind of guy who wants to sort of have run of the table he wants right. to be the table captain and I was saying that most of the time in poker, that's an illusion. Like, table captainship is not real. There can be a thing where people... I guess you can break people a little bit, right? Sometimes mentally, and they just give up a lot, and that's good. I guess that's
1: when you're the table captain is when you really break people. That works so much better in tournaments than in a cash game, though. It does, it does. You can just reach into your pocket on a cash game and, you know, yeah. fight the table captain again. And a guy like Arpapazian clearly, I mean, he took six minutes to call. So maybe, maybe
0: he is a little bit broken by Garrett, but he did find a call. Yeah. And we saw di- Dan Zach call. It took him like a minute and a half to call in a spot. That was a t- much tougher spot, by the way. Right. Much, much tougher spot than this. I mean, I wonder if Dan Zach is watching, is if he's watching this and is just like, how, why are you taking so long?
1: Art? Yeah. You know, like, come on. Yeah. Of course you're calling here. Right. Well, Dan, Dan seems a bit more like a sicko than art as yes, far as just I agree. like I not agree. caring about the money type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it is a terrifying thing to play against a player like Garrett, you know, like there's always that fear in the back of your mind, even when you have a hand that's like art here and you have a clear call, you're like, I don't want it to be the time that right. he has it, you know, right. it just sucks so bad. I
0: when, mean, if you're going to play against Garrett a lot, there's going to be numerous times when he has it in these spots, you're yeah. just going to have it sometimes and you have to pay it off, right? But you just know you're paying it off. So then the question sort of comes down to it's an interesting thing. So Garrett shouldn't be doing these plays very much against these more skilled guys who actually have money. Right. um, If they're going to call them a lot, which it looks like they are. At the same point, you do have to do it sometimes, right? Sure. You can't never do it because then they'll stop calling. You know, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, like, they'll figure it out. They'll do it, sorry. They'll just do it right. Yeah. You know, and uh, so you have to, you do still have to show up with bluffs even in the face of you have a bluffy image, you still have to have some bluffs. You just have a lower bluffing frequency than you otherwise would, which is I think Garrett should be doing in these spots.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a probably a pretty good hand to choose if we're going to have a bluff where we like, we had a lot of opportunities where we could have actually won the pot through our own equity.
0: Okay. That's fair. Like we're always going to get to the river with yeah. this hand. So that's good. Yeah. Um, And the turn really did cooperate to play the hand this way. Yeah. That's good, too. We don't block anything we want to block except for 9-10, which Art never really has anyway. Right. So that's a little problematic. But at least we have a 10 in our hand, so we block the straight. I mean, I feel like it'd be nice to block something. Yeah. So we'd want to have, like, an 8 or a 7 in our hand to block some of that. But that's sort of similar, I guess, anyway.
1: But this hand is more likely to actually be able to win if this is going to be, like, our plan every time is to... to you know, donk favorable turns and then put art in this terrible spot on the river. Sometimes the terrible spot is terrible because we got there, you know, with this hand. Whereas if we have like eight, five, we basically never get there.
0: Right. That's a fair point. Yeah. That's a really fair point. Um, yeah. Like eight, five, you're, you're not going to show up with, you can't really show up with eight, five here very often. Right. Like ever. Yeah. So that's, that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if if we keep getting these hands suggested with Garrett making these huge plays against these guys, if if he eventually adjusts and and tries not to do this against these players as much.
0: I mean, in fairness, he may have already adjusted. Yeah, he
1: may have, and we just haven't seen it. We just can't
0: tell, right? I mean, he's supposed to be trying to bluff like this once in a while. He has to have some bluffs here if he's going to make this play. This may just be the bluff he has against Art. Maybe he mostly has it against Art now, and maybe that's why Art takes six minutes. I kind of don't think that's what's going on, though. Based on every hand I've ever seen from Garrett – I don't think he has a a slow down button. No, I think he's just too bluffy. I think he's just like, he's really trying to play a different game, which is okay to do, but against like the the math wizard type guys, the more GTO type guys, they're supposed to crush you. Yeah. They're supposed to own you because they beat you with frequency, right? They beat you with distribution. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I'm always calling you with 70% of my range here. So if you're bluffing with, you know, more than 30%, you lose, you know. And Garrett bluffs with more than 30%, as far as I know.
1: Garrett thrives on the moment, the anecdote, you know, the like, this is not where you want to lose $17,000, kid, you know? Right. Like, this isn't the spot for you. Yeah. You know, but that doesn't work against everybody, obviously.
0: I'd be curious to know um, how profitable Garrett is uh, in these games. It would be great
1: to know. It would be really hard to know. Somebody would have to compile all the televised games. Well, Garrett probably
0: knows, you know? Yeah, he probably does He's not going to tell us.
1: He might. He might. Unless She's he's down. Ask. If he's down, he's not going to tell us. That is true.
0: And that is problematic. Yeah. Like, he may just be a guy who has a lot of money and plays crazy, but plays well, but crazy. You know, well, but crazy. And is sort of like more of a closer breaking even even player than it seems.
1: you just call him butt crazy? No. Okay.
0: I didn't. Okay, good. I maybe said butt, space, 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 comma, comma, pause, pause, pause. Crazy.
1: That's too much like, punctuation. Sometimes you need that. Okay. Anyway. It's a pretty simple line for art. I think it's a fun hand because if Garrett weren't Garrett, it would work so frequently. yeah, it just like makes so much sense. but he's Garrett,
0: yeah, I think yeah, most players are gonna fold two Queens on the river to guys who are very solid, yeah, who bet pot and a half on the river. they're just gonna fold yep correctly, by the way, and profitably, but mm-hmm. Garrett, no way. No way. I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by I'm bound to leave them tongue tired. I'm sipping on liquor a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the crown and gonna be traveling the globe We still have time to make it.